Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hey guys, it's Jillian. What's up? It's Kurt. What's going on, everybody? It's Jermaine, and we are your in-arena hosts for the Indiana Pacers. And this is the Believe in Pacers podcast. Brought to you by the Believe Podcast Network. Welcome back to the Believe in Pacers podcast. What a night. Kurt and I are coming to you guys after the game here on Tuesday night after the Pacers win 144 to 117 against the Hornets tonight. And we were leading the entire game. We were. The energy in the building was crazy. So we had close to 3,000 fans. I think this is the most fans that we had besides the Lakers game, they were saying. But, I mean, 3,000 fans, that's the most fans we've had all season. So the energy in the building, it it felt like almost like a normal Pacers game, you know, pre-COVID. It felt really good. Even, you know, my voice faded out and I lost my voice (laughs) in the fourth quarter when I was talking. So if you guys were at the game and you heard that, I apologize about that. I had a little squeaky squeak and a crack in there. No, it's true. The masks make it hard enough to speak. But tonight we were all just yelling and so excited the whole game. So, hey, I don't blame you for the voice crack. My voice hurts right now. It was so exciting. I mean, everybody around us tonight kept saying like, whoa, this is what we miss. We miss this kind of energy, like you said. I mean, we talked about Brissett scoring a game-high 23 points, Brogdon returning, scoring 16 points in a really short amount of time. Just really exciting to see that tonight. Right, absolutely. And again, um, like we had mentioned, that we play the loser of the Wizards-Celtics game. They play tonight as well. Um, We're trying to get into the playoffs still. This isn't it. So we have another play-in game to go, and then we get into the playoffs if we win that game so there's still a long road ahead for the Pacers but hey if they play like they play tonight I mean this is the most energy I've seen that team have and again um, you know just looking back at some of the interviews with coach Nate that he was saying he gives credit to the training staff the strength staff and all of them because we had a lot of injuries and then you know those guys really helped out and got the players right and put them in the game and I mean you can see what they did tonight yeah and in talking after the game just now we were listening to coach and he was saying how remarkable it was that those players who were injured were able to stay ready physically but mentally also and just come out there tonight the way they did so really exciting speaking of which we got a great interview coming up for you guys as well we do so during these games we uh, get to see a lot of the game night specials we get to play around with those names and you know tonight the team had the city edition jerseys on so we actually had a city edition t-shirt sale going on and you know Jillian and I we've always wondered how they get these names how they set these game night specials where the clothes are coming from and all those ideas and we actually got to sit down with Lauren Roa who is the Pacers Sports and Entertainment Senior Director of Merchandising and Retail. Take a listen. Welcome back to the Believe in Pacers podcast. So honored today to have Lauren Roa on with us. She's the Senior Director of merchandising and retail for Pacers Sports and Entertainment. She's in her fifth season in her role here, and she determines and drives the total in arena and digital retail strategy for all four brands. So not only are we talking about Indiana Pacers, we're talking about Indiana Fever, Fort Wayne Mad Ants, Pacers Gaming, and the retail operations for all other entertainment events that take part in Bankers Life Fieldhouse. So a really big role. She's got 17 years of corporate and sports industry retail experience 
And before coming into this role, she was actually a footwear buyer for the finish line, which I think is really cool. We'd love to ask you about that. So without further ado, Lauren, it's amazing to have you here. Thank you for taking time. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to talk to you guys. Absolutely. And you know, I'll let Kurt dive in as he's wearing one of his fashionable Pacers hats right now. I do have my Pacers team store hat on and a shirt from last year. Yeah. (laughs) So we always are wearing stuff and representing the Pacers team store. But again, Lauren, thank you so much for joining us on the Believe in Pacers podcast. And first things first, I know Jillian just mentioned a lot of just different you know, things that you do with Pacers sports and entertainment. And can you kind of dive in? I mean, maybe what was the reason that you got into this role? Why are you so interested in fashion? And maybe just dive in a little bit more on really what you do with Pacers sports and entertainment and that Banker's Life Fieldhouse. Yeah, absolutely. So um, I did graduate from IU quite a few years ago, and I had a merchandising and marketing degree. Um, So I've always loved sports, but I've also had a passion for for fashion as well. So um, I was actually a Pacers intern back in the early 2000s, which is a fun fact about me. So um, I got a taste of sports retail then um, and knew that, you know, if I could have the chance to get back at this and this could become my full-time job, that would be amazing. Um, So I loved my internship there. And, you know, at that time there weren't any full-time roles. So I did, you know, I left. And as Jillian said, I've had, had a couple other roles since then, which I loved. Loved being in sneakers, Um, still a lot of connection to sport there too. I also worked for the USGA, so I was in golf for a while. So, um, you know, it's always stayed with me, but I think this whole concept for me um, to have an outfit that you can go from the seat to the street is super important to me. Um, I like that. Yeah. (laughs) Gotta use it. (laughs) You know, you want to look good when you're at the game, but when you're going out after the game, you also want to look good. So that's one philosophy that I carry through as I build our assortments is, uh, yeah, seat to street. (laughs) So you've been in the role, did you say five years now? Yep. Okay. With Pacer Sports Entertainment. So I noticed I've worked there. This is my eighth season. Jillian is around six seasons too. So we've seen, you know, the change in the clothes. And I definitely think like the past couple of years and not to like just toot your horn, but I definitely think in the past couple of years, the style has changed. It has gotten a lot better. And I mean, and when we, when I first started, we didn't always get clothes from the Pacers team store. We could wear things from other places. And now it's really dialed into where this is what we wear. This is what we promote. And, you know, is that a lot of you coming into that role? Are you the one that picks a lot of the styles? Do you have other people that help you out with that? Or is that, is that what you do? Yeah, I do. Um, I do have a great team of people that help me with that, but I do uh, drive the, the product strategy. So I work really closely with all of our brands um, to create the product that we are buying and ultimately putting in the store. Um, I also spend a lot of time just researching our fan um, and our community because I think, you know, it's one thing to pick a cool item out of a catalog, but it's another thing to have intention when you select mm-hmm. it um, to know your fan base because Quite honestly, you could shop at the store.com. If you look at their Pacers assortment, it's completely different than ours. Ours is really curated for our fan locally. So um, I think we've come a long way from where we were. I still think there's even more opportunity to even tap into that a little bit more. So as you um, see the assortments in the next couple of seasons, it's going to continue to evolve. So I always say this is just the beginning. <laughs> Right. And which like, again, I can see that like it really has changed. I know that racing is a huge thing in Indianapolis. And I notice 
that that is really incorporated in a lot of the designs and things like that on the Pacers t-shirts too. So yeah. And our, our city edition that was, uh, you probably will recall was uh, last year's city edition was racing inspired. Um, we did that great video with um, Victor, who unfortunately is no longer on our team. Um, but that was a really well-performing collection for us because people really all over the world can identify with Indy 500. Do you guys look at, I'm, I'm friends with a lot of different MCs and so is Jillian throughout the entire NBA and doing all-stars and, you know, being with them and seeing that their merchandise and on Instagram and things like that. Do you guys look at other teams to try to get ideas and not obviously mimic those and take those and just like copy them, but do you work with other teams at all? Or is it something that you strictly just like, okay, this is the city racing is a big thing in Indianapolis. We're going to take that and kind of flip it and put it into design. You know, we, we don't see other teams as competitors. We really are all colleagues and we share a lot of best practices. So I have close relationships with a lot of other retail directors in the league and I learn a lot from them. Um, some of the uniforms that you've seen, I think the Dallas Mavericks had one that was really cool a couple years ago that was inspired by a local graffiti artist. Uh, obviously, you know, the Timberwolves have had Purple Rain and Prince. So you learn something from all of these markets um, that, you know, you can definitely apply to your own market in your own way. It's fun just to hear about the background too. And speaking of background, one of the things Kurt and I were wondering was what brought you here? We know about your professional background and, and what you were doing before, but really you talked about that passion. Where does that come from? So it, it's pretty funny. Um, I remember, you know, I always talk about, I was a big sports fan. I played sports. Um, and I loved it, but I just remember one distinct moment. And this is kind of what I hope for our fans when they come into our store that we can provide something as a part of your experience of the game, right? So this is your takeaway. And you remember you got this when, so for me, um, I was in middle school and I loved, you know, the nineties Pacers and the series, uh, with our friend Reggie Miller and the Knicks and he hit those eight points in nine seconds. I know a lot of Pacers fans probably talk about that. It's probably one of our, you know, most uh, memorable franchise moments. But for me personally, um, as a kid, I was like, I have to have that jersey. So, you know, I begged my mom at the time and she <laughs> called the team store at Marcus Square Arena. And of course they were blowing out. Um, but somehow she came across one and um, I still have it today. Let's so, see it. Oh, yes. It's not for sale, but it is like the OG. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. That's original. Yes. <laughs> yes. Champion. That is so cool. Um, I can probably still wear it to a game, but, you know, I don't know if someone's going to try to buy it off of me. <laughs> right. Oh, I bet. I bet someone's listening to this thinking, I'll make her an offer. That's oh, awesome. I'm sure. Yeah. And people <laughs> know, too. They're like, that's authentic. I know that one. Yeah. Yes. That was probably my fan moment. And, you know, it still sticks with me. So I hope that. You know, when people shop our store, they're going to find something like that they may have years from now. <laughs> that is so, like full circle. How fun to look back and look at that and be like, if I told little kid Lauren what she would be doing now, she'd be like, wow, that's cool. <laughs> it's hard to believe some days, right? <laughs> right. Well, I got to go forward with the brands because you mentioned Champion is on that jersey. And I know that worst sponsor of the team is by Nike. But now again, by you being in that role, I'm starting to see starter you know, we're getting more starter jackets. And that was something that I was always like fascinated oh, yeah. with when oh, I was yeah. younger. I'm like, I've got to have a Pacer starter. And now we have them in the team store, Mitchell and Ness, a lot of the throwbacks. Um, can you kind of explain how you guys partner up with some of those brands? Yep. So the league um, actually has an official licensee list. So there are brands that the league works with at a league level. So that's why you see across the league everywhere. Everyone is wearing Nike, 
That is the official Encore brand of the NBA. Um, New Era is the official Encore hat. So there are some things that we will all carry and we all have to carry, Mm -hmm. uh, but we do get to work on the styles with these brands. So you can, again, you know, if they propose something that's not going to work for your market, you can tweak it a little bit. Some of the other brands, you do have some liberty just to to work with um, who you'd like, but you can't necessarily sell it online. So it's an in arena only. So if it's not a league approved vendor, you're not going to see it on .com. Interesting. Okay. So fortunate yeah. for us, um, Mitchell and Ness is a league vendor. So and they've been putting out a lot of great stuff. Um, I think they're one of the hottest brands, honestly, in, in the NBA right now. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> it's repping yeah they're coming out with so many things that again fit into that seat to street category that i get really excited about um and they do a lot of a lot of local collaborations too with local artists which i think is pretty cool so um it's a really fun process the one thing i will say is that we are really far out in planning so this stuff i've already planned all of next season's product and i will I will start working on the following season, which will be 22, 23 here soon. So, you know, things are very forward thinking, which you have to be tapped into trend and fan um, because you kind of have to your crystal ball out and say, oh, it's going to be kind of up and coming in a couple years from now. I was just going to ask you about that. So how do you predict what the style is going to be a year or two down the road? You know, that is tough. You know, you do use your brand partners to help guide you. You know, we work with Nike is Nike, right? They're one of the... Right. They're one of the greatest companies in the world. Um, their trend department is amazing and who they're tapped into. But, you know, for us to, I, I do a lot of research. So I read a lot of magazines. I spend probably too much time on social media. Um, <laughs> <Boy all>. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I really try to see what the fan is wearing too. I do a little bit of market travel. Um, I tend to see that, especially for our market, that the trends go from the coast in. So what could be happening um, on the West and East Coast will be hurting us later than it hits them. There's definitely, I always say there's an art and a science to this business. So you got to have a good balance of the both. Uh, But you're not always right. Sometimes you buy styles and you're like, I thought that was going to be the hottest thing. Mm -hmm. And it's just a swing and a miss. Or, you know, you thought, well, that's not going to be that great. And it's the most amazing thing. So you're not right 100% of the time. It would be hard to know, you know, people are fickle (laughs) and just the different age groups, you know, as you're saying that I'm thinking in my head, okay, well, like if there's, you got to have something for everyone almost in a sense. So, and I even noticed like Hawaiian t-shirts and all there's just random stuff, but it's like, I'm sure people, you know, I I like that. I don't like that. You know, they come in and they they've got the taste for it. So, oh yeah. Yeah. Speaking of some of the things that stand out, one of the things that inspired us to chat with you for this episode was when we went and picked out our gear for the season, which we love, by the way, it's one of our favorite things that we get to do as MCs. We're like, oh, this is so fun. It's Christmas. Yeah. We go there and this year we see these throwback t-shirts that remind us of like, I don't know what era you'd even say, like, it was an NBA jam style, like 90s, yeah. that type yeah. of, yeah. Oh, and we were just loving it because, of course, we feel nostalgia for that. Like, Kurt right. talked about the starter jackets. Oh, I remember that. And we were like, oh, this is cool. And it's fun because you're talking about how the trends change and they they come back around. And here we are with these, like, vintage cool shirts. And that's what even made us think, we got to ask them how they come up with this stuff and how this happens. So take a shirt like that and maybe describe to us how that process works, like getting it in there so you can sell it to the fans. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you know, Kurt, you kind of touched on it a little bit, like the nineties trend has really been emerging and coming back. So that's why you see champion and starter and some of those other brands 
So um, the throwback collection is actually from a brand called Homage. Um, they are an MBA vendor, so you will see them in, with other teams. Uh, they're out of Ohio, so they're fairly local. So, and their whole brand vibe is all about retro and throwback. So they came to us and they were like, would you like to work on a collection? And my team and I, we were like, yeah, absolutely. So we, we really partnered with them on the artwork. We selected the styles, they print it, they deliver it. They're a little bit quicker turn, meaning that I don't have to plan a year out with them. We could plan probably four to six months and still get great product, but it really is a collaboration. So we'll give them some ideas. Their artists will work on them. They'll, they'll kick it back to us. And we say, we like this, this, and this, maybe tweak this color, maybe put this on a fleece. And then you, your collection is pretty much complete. So it's a really fun process. Um, they dig all kinds of things out of the archives, <laughs> you know? And I could tell, yeah, with the shirts that are in there right now. So we've fun. Got some, we've got some more stuff coming too that I'm, I'm really excited about for next season. I'm excited for it. And like, I mean, as we wear, what was the one that I was wearing the other night? It was the, it was the grayish black and it was almost like the NBA jam. It had the basket. And yes. I mean, I think Jillian might've had that one. I know yep. Caitlin's social media has it for the Pacers. My fiance was like, she saw it. And she goes, you got to get me one of those. Like everybody is <laughs> loving that I shirt yes. so i hope you guys keep coming out with that because it's definitely trendy right now we definitely will so more's coming there's more heat coming <laughs> that's good news though absolutely so fun you know you talk about the process and and trying to figure out what are people gonna like you know how are how are things changing you know what's been maybe most surprising in your role as you've been learning these past five seasons well you know this past season has definitely been the most challenging right with everything that's happened with covid um, in retail, you've always had to be able to pivot quickly, but I would say more so even this year, um, you know, we had to really change our whole business model. We don't have the fans in the arena that we are used to. Um, we all have to be separated. Uh, we are fortunate that we don't run our own .com site. So there are quite a few teams that don't, but when you are shopping a Pacers team store, you're actually shopping from us. You're not shopping from a third party. It is product that is selected by us, shipped by us. Like everything is coming from the team. Um, I will tell you that we're, we're one of the few teams that is still doing that. Um, wow, that's great. I, I no, feel really is. fortunate and thankful for the support of the Simon family and for everyone that supports our retail business, because, you know, it would be easy to go another route, but that's why I think we can really tap into um, our core fans. So, you know, we've had to, we've ramped our .com site. Um, obviously it is, the traffic is and conversion are up substantially because that's where we're all shopping right mm -hmm. like I see an Amazon truck almost every day in my neighborhood oh, so. here every <laughs> at my house Crazy. every day yes <laughs> <laughs> you know we've offered curbside pickup um we are going to continue to innovate so next season you're going to see some other options for us if you're not comfortable coming into the team store we're going to get the product to you because right that's how the, the consumer is shopping so the Pacer team store, is it, I know online they can go whenever and when we're promoting this throughout the game, I always say, you know, either check out the Pacers team store or go online. Um, and I know Dean, our boss had mentioned that this was towards the beginning of the season that the only time that they could get into the Pacers team store was on game nights. Is that, are you guys open outside of that now? We are. So we are Monday through Friday, 12 to five now. Um, something that's exciting to note is that um our team store is being redone this summer as a part of the field house of the future yes. renovation yeah so uh we will close in june so we'll be closed for the summer okay. um we'll continue to ship all of our dot-com orders so you can still visit us there 24 7 but you can't shop in store we will reopen 
early fall 2021. Um, this is a project that I've been working on for a couple of years with a lot of other talented people. I will tell you, it's going to change the game of retail for the Pacers. It is Can a you... whole new experience. Yeah, so, I was going to say, Kurt's probably like thinking things you can tell us. Yep. I know I'm thinking in my <laughs> like, head, like, how is this going to shift? Yes. Right, well, because I've seen it again, being there for eight years, I've seen it go from a small store, which used to have like a little cafe in it, yeah, now towards yeah. just like this huge thing. And, you know, everything's organized really well. So I'm thinking like, how else can this get better? It'll be in a similar space, but it's not going to look really anything like it does now. So okay. we're really going to take the, the retail into the future. Um, we're focused on product experience and innovation. So those are the thing, three things that we're, we're really um, looking at as we open the new store. You know, product is always king, right? You got to have the best stuff and then you got to have a great experience. And now it's really innovation, right? So you can't just expect people to continue to shop as they always have. That's that the world has changed. So um, we need to be able to get product to our fans wherever they are. So as I say that, um, you know, we're hoping to do some, you know, pickup in arenas, maybe in-seat delivery. There's a, going to be a lot of different technology pieces that we're looking at um, just to make sure if you're not comfortable coming in, which I hope you want to see the new place. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Uh, it's looking amazing. Yeah. yeah. And I can't wait to see the new store. That'll be awesome. So can that'll they, be really exciting. Can they do returns right now? I know, like, I think of that a lot of the times, you know, like I go into stores or order things online right now during COVID. So like, if they would order something online, how does that work? Did they just ship it back to you? Is that something that's possible if it doesn't fit or, you know? Yeah, we still offer returns. Um, there's some retailers that don't. Um, we do have some COVID policies and protocols just to keep everyone safe. So, you know, things, apparel gets quarantined when it comes back. So it doesn't go immediately out on the floor. Okay. Um, it has a period of time that, you know, we have to make sure that it's fine before we take it back out, but you can definitely return product. Okay. I know random question, but I was just thinking like, okay, well, COVID, like, I don't right, know right. somebody, yeah, it's not People the right want to know, yeah. 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 Okay. Know. Speaking of things we want to know, Kurt and I were also saying that this is a question we have to ask you because this is such a fun part of our role. Every game we get to show off the game night special. So it's, you know, something, a shirt, a sweatshirt, a hat that, we get to show off and we always end up laughing in a good way at the name of it because it's creative and it's something fun. And we were like, we got to ask Lauren, how do they come up with these names? How do they come up with the game night special? So some of them are names that the vendor creates. I wish I could take, you know, credit for them, like a nail polish color or something, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, <laughs> others of them that we do, uh, Taylor and I, who, who works on my team, she and I sometimes come up with some of these names and some of them are kind of far out. And I, when I hear them on the broadcast, I wonder, I was like, was, was that one a good idea? I don't know. How I think it's, it gets people's attention. <laughs> it's it's good. the other night. What was it? The big man or the big, big man? Long, yeah. Big we white long sleeve t-shirts. We're yeah. like, okay, nice. Yeah. yeah. Like there's always something funny and we're like, okay, we got to ask him. It's too, it's great. <laughs> I can't take credit for all of them, but for some of them, for sure. <laughs> nice. That's awesome. So how do you get the, the, as far as the pricing goes and how do you t actually pick those? Yeah, so the Game Night Special Program is a great program for us because we feel like we can offer a really unique item uh, that is at a great price to our fan. So, you know, if you're not in for the $110 jersey, but you want to support the team, you know, this is a great item at a great price. So we actually work on that program pretty far in advance as well. Um, this season was a little bit tougher with COVID, obviously, but we do actually develop all those products specifically for the game. And sometimes we theme them according to if it's holiday or if it's city edition, you know, whatever kind of night we develop that product in advance. So um, 
I've been spending a lot of time on our holiday game, we might specials, which I'm really pumped about for this coming season. A couple of years ago, this is kind of a funny one. We had a, a footy pajama uh, that we oh, still. Oh, I have. remember those. Yes. yes. I was trying to think. And it was a onesie. Onesie. It was a onesie. Yes. Okay. Yeah. It was a onesie. It was an adult onesie, and uh, Lance Stevenson actually modeled it for us. Yes, yeah, I remember that. <laughs> and he really took a liking to it, and um, it looks good on him. You know, it did. really resonated with <laughs> our fan base. So we try to be creative. Um, there are some that are just really basic, right? Sometimes you just want a basic Pacers T-shirt. So, um, but yeah, we develop all of those in advance, and there's a purpose behind each of them. <laughs> I remember the that ugly awesome. Christmas sweaters. Those were really popular yes. a few years back yes. too. That you guys were selling out left and right of those. So, and I actually I got one of those. So I was I there wore that go. to the games for sure. <laughs> I wouldn't mind you guys bringing back those onesies too. I'm yeah, wear it. You know, I know, right? <laughs> well, and you guys always do a good job because I know St. Patrick's Day we always have the Pacers hats, and for Fever, yeah. um, work of the Fever and Summer Pride, they always do a big yep. things for Pride, and so there's you guys hit each holiday very well. We try to do that for sure. Like and when the race comes up, we, we may do something that's race themed, um, especially now since we have some games here in May, um, we're playing, you know, our season's going a little bit later than it normally would for the regular season. So that's a little, maybe a sneak peek of some game. Night yeah, you can capitalize <laughs> on that. Right. Yeah. Well, we talked about a little bit about kind of, you know, how you're determining some of these styles and things, you know, specifically for Pacers. But one of the things that is so impressive about your role is the fact that you are in charge of all the different brands. And when you talk about retail strategy, how does that differ when you're looking at the Pacers and then you're looking at Fever or maybe it's Mad Ants? How does that work? Yeah, I mean, you're right. I, that, that is tough um, just because they are all very different and our fan bases are all very unique. We're playing uh, different times of year. We're in, in the Mad Ants case, we're in a whole other city. So um, I will, I'm not going to take the credit for some of those. I, I have some, I have a talented person on my team, Taylor, who really dials into some of our other brands. Um, and we work really closely together um, to develop that assortment, but it is, it's unique, right? It's, it, it's a different, it's a different um, assortment for sure. You probably saw recently, uh, we had a lot of great feedback on the new fever uniforms. Yes. Um, those were quite a while in the making. Um, it's the 25th anniversary of the uh, WNBA this year. So they rebranded with Nike and we got lots of love on the rebel uniform, which is really inspired by the show Stranger Things. Is that oh, the so black cool. with the white spots and red and all that? Yes. Yeah, okay, so I'm bad description probably, but <laughs> I, I can picture it in my head. Yeah, we know what you meant and <laughs> yeah, love Stranger right. Things. So it's so awesome. And that video was fantastic. Our marketing group really put something really powerful together for that. It got a lot of love. We even ended up on People Magazine. Who would have guessed, right? Really? Oh, that's yeah. awesome. That's And that's good for the fever too. Absolutely. For the team. That'd be NBA. Um. So I do have one quick question too about like, you know, we keep talking about all these clothes and people are buying them up, but what happens to some of the clothes? And you mentioned Victor, um, what happens, you know, when a player moves on and you have all these jerseys from that player, or, you know, I know when I first started, we were Adidas and now it's Nike. Like, what do you guys do with that? Do you donate it or do you discount it or how does that work? That is probably one of the toughest things in this business. And it's different than any other retail that I've worked, you know, shoes are shoes and you can put a clearance sticker on those and, you know, they will often sell, but when, you know, your team is changing and your players are traded, um, you know, we will mark it down. Sometimes there still is some interest in the player in our market. If not, we'll typically end up donating it. 
um, to a place that needs it. So okay. in Victor's case, we unfortunately had a lot of inventory. You know, he was such a franchise player for us, you know, we thought at the time. So we we carried a lot and that was a hard thing for us to to part with. We had a lot of units there. That was brutal. <laughs> yeah, that was tough. Yeah. And then you think about that, how the trickle effect goes to all the way to the Pacers team store, you know, and it's, yeah. it's all something that's all connected. Absolutely. Right. So that happens quite a bit. So we try markdowns and then, you know, it, it definitely goes to a, a place that needs it. That's good. That's awesome. All right. So we keep talking about social media, digital, there's a lot of marketing that's out there. I want to know how Jillian and I can get and be a part of these marketing campaigns? How can we be a model? <laughs> How can I somehow get involved with this? Kurt's Guys, working. You know, I like it. Yeah. We are always looking for models. <laughs> so, <laughs> when we get ready to do our fall photo shoot. <laughs> No, people will be surprised if they see you guys in some of our campaigns. <laughs> well, and do uh, that in a serious question, you know, I was kind of joking with that, but do we, do you think that we actually have an impact when we go out there and we wear a lot of your guys' clothes? Do you think, do you ever get that when they go in like, Hey, we saw the MCs wearing this or, you know, that yep. type of thing. Definitely. People n- notice. Oh, cool. so That's awesome. That's neat. You're doing it. You're supporting, yeah. the, supporting us um, and you're wearing it well. Right. Well, and like I said, I mean, I, well, I, yeah, I appreciate it first and foremost. And, you know, like when we first started, we were kind of allowed to wear whatever. I mean, they would take us in there, you know, once a year. And now it's really, I mean, like your Pacers team store, that's what you're representing. Like you need to go and get that. So, I mean, we appreciate it. You, we appreciate you guys allowing us to come in and, you know, kind of picking whatever we need to wear for that season. I mean, it's awesome. So thank, thank Likewise, you. thank you guys so much. Oh, we have so much fun with it. Like we were saying before, it's one of the things we look forward to. Who doesn't we, love yeah. going on a shop? shopping spree and all the stuff you love with Pacers gear. So we all love new stuff. Oh yeah. Like, like Kurt <laughs> right. says, feels like Christmas every time. <laughs> well, to wrap things up, I got to ask you one more question, Lauren, and you made me think of it when you said taking an outfit from the seat to the street, which I want to steal from you. Cause I just love that. <laughs> what, what would be your tips since you have a background in fashion for both men and women's styles or just whatever anybody wants to wear for achieving that? What are some fun fashion tips that you would give? I really love dressing from toe to head versus head to toe. So what I am wearing has got to match my sneakers. So um, one of my tips would be, you know, as you're shopping, think about that. What what am I going to rock on my feet? So <laughs> what if, shoes? Yes. Okay. If you're gonna like be that. um rocking sneakers or heels, so I always like to start toe to head, <laughs> which is great tip. Know, I don't know how people feel about that, but that's where I'm at. And then um I also like to think like, okay, could I wear this like with a cute leather jacket and the, like a great purse? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> love it. And you'll notice too, like we have done some things in the store that are not traditional team color. So yes, I think you can that. still support the team, but it can be in a different way. So that's another um, avenue that we've tried. Because sometimes you just might be like, this is a lot of gold. <laughs> is, is that where you guys get the black from for the Pacers? Because I have a black cat with the gold. And then I know a lot of our bosses wear like the pullovers, the black pullovers with it. It's like a quarter zip. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, because sometimes you just, you know, you need something a little bit more toned down. Or if you're yeah. wearing like a black leather jacket with a cute pair of heels, you might not be ready for a blue and gold t-shirt. So we want you to still be able to support the team 
wherever you are on the spectrum of your cho fashion choices. So right. I would say number one tip, toe to head. <laughs> That's a good one. I love that. Toe to head, accessorizing and with like the all black um, kind of sweatshirts and shirts, it is easy to style. Like you said, with like a leather jacket or just like something different and kind of take it for a night out. So yeah. that's fun. <laughs> uh, Lauren, we love these tips. Thank you. That's awesome. I need the help, right? So it's just like, <laughs> I'm listening. too. Yeah, I'm listening. I'm like, okay, Lauren, style us. Okay, we would love it. Right. We, um, should, we should do an episode on this. Like we can get this on our Instagram. Yes. Uh, yeah, that's a great idea. Oh my gosh, that would be so good. Okay, yeah, we'll have to plan that. We're okay. down for whatever. Yeah, and just keep the modeling in the back of your mind too. I mean, I'm here for Got you. <laughs> to wrap things up, we like to do just a little bit of a fun game at the end, kind of rapid fire listing off some favorites, listing off of this or that. So okay. yeah, if, if you're down, we'll just let's, throw them out there. Okay. Let's do this. <laughs> I love it. Lauren's ready. Okay. We'll start off with just something easy and we'll go with our favorites for this round. So first question, favorite food. I mean, I would probably say Italian. I like carbs. That's why I have to work out. <laughs> same. Good answer. A woman after my own heart. I say the same thing. I'm like, I love pasta and therefore I have to work out more. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, here we go. So favorite hobby. Favorite hobby. Um, well, I do really like working out. Um, I like boxing. So if you can ever see me with some battle scars on my hands, um, I, I probably have boxing. <laughs> um, my other hobby is probably, I really like boating. I like, I like the lake, um, in the summer. So I like being outside. I always say summer is my season. Mm -hmm. Yes. I can relate to that. <laughs> love it. Love it. And that's great. Great way to get any work stress out boxing oh, yeah. for sure. And our last question for the favorite section, and this one might be hard, especially since we've just been making you talk about all these different styles, but favorite kind of pacer style or, or gear or something you maybe release this season. Oh, wow. That is a hard one. Um, you know, I always like the black hoodie. So we've talked about black yep. and I'm even wearing black today. And a lot of people in, in the office are like, you only wear black. Yeah, I really like <laughs> black. Uh, but yeah, the, I always enjoy the Nike black hoodie for sure. It's a, yeah. it's a big clean look. It goes with anything. Um, you can dress it up a little bit. So that's probably my favorite. I would say last season, I really liked our city edition uniform, the white base with the racing stripe. I thought that was super clean. Um, so that was probably my favorite style last year. Love it. So moving forward, we'll go jump into the this or that. So we're going to start off social media. Digital is huge right now. So Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram? I'm going to say Instagram. Nice. I don't tweet. And I, I think I disabled my Facebook a long time ago. <laughs> I like nice. Instagram so Instagram too. it is. Yeah. yeah you Instagram can see the pictures. Fun. It's right there. I have a hard time with Twitter as well. Like I just, I kind of get lost in there. It and moves Facebook so fast. Is, yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> Again, going back to seat to street, night in or night out? That's a hard one for me. It really depends on the mood. Um, I would, most of the time I would probably say night in because <laughs> I like to get up early. <laughs> yeah. And um, I'm, the hangover now is for real. So. Uh, <laughs> oh, I know. It takes several days now. Yeah. Right. It's not the same as it used to be. So I would probably go night in. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So another tricky one. Pacers team store, like in the arena at Bankers Life Fieldhouse or Pacers team store.com. Which one do you prefer at the moment? This or that? 
Well, right now I would say .com. It's, it's new, um, it's a new experience. Now, if you ask me this question in the fall, I better say the new store. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's right. So, and soon, last question we have for this or that, and this is also circling back to what we talked about with the uh, throwback shirts. Do you prefer throwbacks or a fresh new style? Um, that's another tough one. I kind of like to mix it up. Can I do a little bit of a blend? You know, yeah. Like, why not? I'm a Gemini, so it's oh, kind of, okay. <laughs> kind of depends on how I'm feeling. Yeah, it depends so on I the mood, could, like you said. Yeah, I could go either way. Love it. Oh well, Lauren, this is awesome. Fun style tips, and just learn so much about your role and everything that you're doing. Thank you so much for chatting with us. Yes, yeah. thank you so much. Learned a lot that I've been um, questioning throughout the years. So this definitely like answered all of those questions. <laughs> this was a lot of fun. I really do think we need to circle back on styling the MCs for the season. We could do something really fun for that. I love it. I'm down. So it. anytime, just email us or call us. We're, so we'll fun. be there. That's it for this episode of the Believe in Pacers podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. And make sure you guys spread the word a little bit for us and rate and subscribe the Believe in Pacers podcast. You can get this podcast anywhere you listen to podcasts at, whether it's Apple Music, Tidal Music, Google, all things that got podcasts. We are located there. See you on the next episode. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.